Journey with St. Paul, brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society. In this special 10 podcast series, Journey with St. Paul, the Greek Orthodox Christian Society takes you on a journey with the Apostle who evangelized the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles over the course of three missionary journeys from Jerusalem to Antioch and to Rome. This is The Journey with St. Paul. As we have seen with the previous podcasts, Paul's first missionary journey took him to Cyprus and Galatia. On his second journey, he mainly focused on Greece, establishing churches in Philippi, Thessalonica, Berea, Athens and Corinth. The main city which he concentrated upon during his third journey was the city of Ephesus, which was the biggest city in Asia Minor and which we will look at in today's podcast. Ephesus was the protector of the Temple of Artemis, which was a wonder of the ancient world. Every four years, a great festival was dedicated to Artemis and a significant trade developed around this festival and this temple. Ephesus, as we learned from the Acts of the Apostles, was also a significant centre for the magic arts in Asia. St. Paul spent two years in Ephesus with his co-worker Aquila and Priscilla and it became the climax of all his work. The churches everywhere had grown, not only the ones which he personally established, but new ones that arose around those first Christian communities. There were constant comings and goings to Ephesus as Paul sent various co-workers to the churches to strengthen and guide them, writing letters to send with them. He was also constantly visited by representatives from the churches of Galatia, Philippi, Thessalonica and Corinth, usually with bad news, like how the churches in Galatia were influenced by Judaizing Christians or how many of the Christians in Corinth were scandalising everyone with their immoral or liberal lifestyles. The care of all the churches was a constant concern of his, as Paul was dedicated to doing everything he could for each and every Christian community and for each and every Christian. Who is weak, and I am not weak? Who is made to stumble, and I do not burn with indignation? Besides the care of all the churches, he was working very hard in Ephesus itself, as it describes in the Acts. He had discussions daily in the lecture hall of Tyrannus, and this went on for two years, so that all the Jews and Greeks who lived in the province of Asia heard the word of the Lord. It was an immense missionary effort if all the Jews and Greeks who lived in the province of Asia heard the word of the Lord through the Apostle Paul. And God also did extraordinary miracles through Paul, so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick, and their illnesses were cured, and the evil spirits left them. Paul confounded the magicians in such a way that a remarkable event occurred. There was a great burning of all their books, as quite a number who had practiced sorcery brought their scrolls together and burned them publicly. When they calculated the value of the scrolls, the total came to 50,000 drachmas. A drachma at the time was one day's wages. So if we put this in today's monetary value, they would have been worth approximately $4 million. In this way, says the author of the Book of the Acts, the word of the Lord spread widely and grew in power. However, there was a reaction to all this because those who benefited economically from the worship of Artemis began a riot. 
A silversmith named Demetrius, who made silver shrines of Artemis, called them together and said, You know that we receive a good income from this business, and you see and hear how this fellow Paul has convinced and led astray large numbers of people here in Ephesus and in practically the whole province of Asia. He says that gods made by human hands are no gods at all. There is danger not only that our trade will lose its good name, but also that the temple of the great goddess Artemis will be discredited, and the goddess herself, who is worshipped throughout the province of Asia and the world, will be robbed of her divine majesty. So, a riot broke out, and they began shouting, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians, which led to the whole city erupting into chaos. They dragged the followers of Paul into the theatre, but there was great confusion. Luke, describing the scene, says, Some were shouting one thing, some another. Most of the people did not even know why they were there, but soon all began shouting in unison for about two hours, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians, until the city clerk was allowed to speak and he managed to disperse the crowd. Because Paul's life was in danger, the Christians of Ephesus urged him to leave Ephesus and so left and travelled to Greece and revisited Philippi, Thessalonica, Berea and Corinth, strengthening the Christians as he went. But then after spending three months in Corinth, he begins to make his way to Jerusalem, sensing that his end is near. In Acts we read, I am going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. He decided to sail past Ephesus to avoid spending time there, for he was in a hurry to reach Jerusalem if possible by the day of Pentecost. So he stops at Miletus, close to Ephesus and calls for the elders of Ephesus to meet him there. This meeting was a difficult one for all the disciples and elders because Paul knew he was saying goodbye for the last time. When Paul had finished speaking, he knelt down with all of them and prayed. They all wept as they embraced him and kissed him. What grieved them most was his statement that they would never see his face again. In this meeting with the elders, he advises them as leaders of the church what to look out for and he warns them of what is to come, and how there will be those who will try to destroy all the good work which has been accomplished. Keep watch over yourselves, he says, reminding all that before we try to teach others, we must always be careful with our own sins and weaknesses. Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. With this, he reminds them of how precious each person is, and the church as a whole, since Christ sacrificed himself on the cross and suffered for the people that they are now looking after. I know, he reminds them, that after I leave, savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. Even from your own number, men will arise and distort the truth in order to withdraw away disciples after them. So be on your guard. Remember that for three years I never stopped warning each of you night and day with tears. Imagine what a powerful message this was for the elders and for the church throughout the ages, reminding us of Christ's sacrifice on the cross and the apostles' tireless efforts, and also warning us about the savage wolves and the distortions of truth that are always there to provoke and tempt Christians. 
This was their inheritance now to pass on to the future generations. And his very last words to them were, Remember, it is more blessed to give than to receive. This is the mind of Christ and all his followers. It is the spirit of the gospel. In today's world, the opposite view dominates. It is better to receive than to give. And naturally, our world is full of the consequences of this. It only leads to chaos and dysfunction everywhere and in everyone's lives. In essence, it is more blessed to give than to receive means that I am not indifferent to the needs of others. I want to help. I want to give. I want to make a difference. And I want to give without any strings attached, without expecting anything in return. In the next podcast, we see what happens to Paul in Jerusalem. We hope you've enjoyed this instalment of Journey with St. Paul. To keep up with the upcoming episodes in this special podcast series, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or at orthodoxjourney.com.